Hi, welcome to the Fun Employment Podcast. This is Olga. And I'm Caroline. And welcome to our podcast. Yeah, we're just kind of here to pull together all of our stories, the drama we've encountered, the uh, lessons we've learned as we have moved from our normal college life that we were so used to, to this kind of independent adulting um, lifestyle. And we're going to try to go through by topics per episode. So today we're thinking about getting into dating. Yeah, we're going to talk about a little bit of post-grad dating. Um, and just to kind of tell you a little about us, we both graduated from University of Maryland. We are roommates here in Bethesda. We're used to um, going to Bentley's. That was our college bar. Living in Commons 3. Yeah, that's where we lived. Okay, now everyone's going <laughs> to no, no, it's okay. We don't live there anymore. Um, but... I, I'd say for both of us, the challenge from college life to um, becoming an adult has been a little bit challenging. Like, we both have definitely sat around on a Friday, kind of like, <laughs> okay, so why bother getting ready if we're not going to see anyone we know at the bar? If we're not going <laughs> to run into the guy we're texting, I'm literally not going. <laughs> We've definitely, like, gotten overly excited for homecoming. Um, also, there are no post games, which I mean... I've thought about just cruising on by College Park before. I mean, I've gotten a few invitations for post games, but I felt like it was a little bit pathetic to go <laughs> post grad. Considering senior year, I already felt a little bit like, "Hi, like you're a freshman." Whoa. We actually didn't even know each other in college too well. We were basically groupies of the same fraternity, <laughs> and we were kind of in the same environment a lot, but didn't know each other. And then started living together. Um, Olga is a year younger than me. And so my first year out of college and Caroline's second year out of college, which you were already on the College Park campus a lot for your first year post-grad. Yeah, I I still lived on campus um, or basically right off campus um, in an apartment right when I graduated because my boyfriend, um, who I'm still dating, lived there and I was just kind of staying in the area for a little while. Um, But then when I saw Olga's message on a job board, I like, or sorry, not on a, a job group. On a Facebook group, a housing group. I posted in six different Facebook DC housing groups, and I was talking to some random girls like that were working at an age council in Bethesda because of that. Thank God you messaged me. Like, imagine me living with someone who didn't know about like beds. What a disaster that would have been. What a disaster. So luckily we found each other, and now we decided to start a podcast. So. Um, basically for me, I, um, work in communications and I run an Instagram page, Project Ooh. Speak Caroline. Olga likes to call me Project, so if you hear her call me that on the podcast, that's where it came from. Yeah, get that app. I work in marketing, you know, tentatively, <laughs> you know, hence the name of the podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. We show our best sides, right? So, oh, yeah, yeah. This is the best us. I, yeah, so I work in marketing. Um, I was a marketing major in college, and I, too, have an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> At Ozugano, go follow that. Olga does some, like, brand deals when um, <laughs> local bars will contact her and say, hey. Um, completely out of nowhere. My Instagram is not all reflect that I go out, but bars will contact me. Um, so I have, I get tickets to events, which is fun. 
Yeah, I think for New Year's, I got in an event as Olga's plus one. <laughs> and it was really funny. There was, um, I'll just say the name of the company was called Junebug. And they had messaged Olga and they said, you're going to get a promo code, but you have to post a certain <laughs> amount of stories and posts. And you had at the time, like just under a thousand followers, right? I had like 900 followers. It was like, awesome. Thanks. Promo code Olga 10. Olga 10. So, Olga 10. So then we go into the site. Caroline goes, do you think it's even a legit promo code? And I go, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. So we go on the site and enter it. It does not work. It's like invalid <laughs> promo code. And then it was like, had a whole essential crisis. I was like, wow, I have 987 Instagram followers. And this bitch thought she had a promo code. <laughs> so she thought she was like fooled by this company. But turns out they just hadn't activated her promo code yet. It was legit. She got the free tickets. And so she is an influencer. So thank you, Junebug. Yeah, shout Making out to Making my Bug. dreams come true. Um, but anyway, getting back to, I guess, today's podcast, now you know about us and our um, influencer lifestyles. Um, we're going to be diving into boys a little bit or just dating in general. It's a really um, shallow pool. I can't really dive in. <laughs> it's like a wave. <laughs> I mean, I guess we should just start from the very beginning. I mean, what do you My first heartbreak about? age 13. <laughs> um, well, currently, I feel like. Dating in college was very different than dating now. Um, is that a good place to start? Yeah. I mean, I so I'm dating someone, the same person that I dated my senior year of college. Um, we have broken up for like, we were broken up for a few weeks. So I have experienced being single like a little bit and, you know, using some dating apps and things, which we'll, you know, go more into. But I definitely feel like um, I get an in, just kind of like loving with you and hearing your stories. Oh, and me bringing boys back for both of us to hang out with. Oh yeah, we always we're a big fan of the group hangouts. <laughs> if you're coming back with Olga, you're meeting me too, um, <laughs> which is really fun. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I guess it is really different. I feel like dating in college is just much more casual. You can meet people at. I mean, you can still meet people at the bar, but. I feel like most of the people you meet in college are mutual friends or somehow you know the same you people. Knew them at, you met them at orientation. You were, like, in the same class. They're the a friend dorm. of a friend. Yeah. You've, like, seen them around before, and you're like, oh, my God, are you the boy from, like, the diner line or yeah. whatever? Um, and so I feel like it's just a small community, so you, like, already kind of have everyone validated, like a little mm -hmm. pre-check. And then instead of having to organize dates, you can kind of be like, Oh, are you going to this thing too? Like, are you yeah, going to be so much more a happy hour? Right. So there's a lot of like opportunities for casual communication. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, if you want to go on a date with someone, it's typically more formal. I mean, unless you're going to run into them at the bar, you kind of have to set a date, which I mean, in some cases is good if you're looking for a relationship. But both of you have to be like on the same page like, with expressed interest. Yeah. Which I think it's is harder to find. It's hard to both get on that page. Yeah. Definitely. And I know, like, I think in one way, it's not that different. Like, when people are out of college, they still, guys still act the same for the most part as they did when they were seniors in college. Like, if they're 22 and in college versus 24 out of college, I feel like there's not that big of a difference. The only difference is now you kind of have to deal with, like, the fuckboy tendencies in the real world. So it's like, you kind of expect dinner plans. 
<laughs> but you still get the maybe I'll see you after happy hour thing, which is like, you want to go to Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> but unless you're dating or I guess meeting a guy that's like, I feel like 27 yeah. and up, you're kind of getting the same type of guy that's in college, which I think, I mean, I've definitely had some friends that have said, oh, I thought, you know, we graduated. I thought he'd be more mature, want something more concrete, but the guy didn't. And I feel like it's just because how much are guys really supposed to mature in that one to two years right after Yeah, college? and I have friends that date up. Like my friend Zoe in New York, shout out Zoe. Um, she had her hinge, I think, aged at like minimum 25. And her yeah. boyfriend now I think is 27 or 28. Yeah. And she thinks that's like a really good age difference. Like she's always like, it's like so much better. They're like so much more mature. And I was like, yeah, but they're like in a totally different life phase. Like, aren't they planning for like their down payment on their house? And she's always like, well, you haven't dated anyone this age. So like, no, like, trust me. I set my hinge on the age limit of, I think it was 27 when I had it. But I guess we should talk about hinge a little bit in dating apps. I don't know if you guys know what hinge is. Some people might be on it and some might not. But you know, like Tinder, Hinge is a dating app, um, and it's just kind of more, I guess, I feel like it's a little more serious. It's a little more, it requires more effort, but the prompts aren't like, like Coffee Meets Bagel or some other apps are too, like, they want you to answer, like, who are you, which is, like, I think a difficult question to answer for a lot of people, and Hinge has little fun ones, like, like I'm overly competitive about, and every boy writes everything. Yeah, or, like, you don't, you kind of get more opportunity to like get to know the person from just their profile because it kind of goes more in depth. And you can comment on like their pictures. Like when you send a like, you get can comment on something they said or one of their photos. You kind of have to like, you can, I guess, have the opportunity to relate a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So like make room for that conversation to happen. But then like every other dating app, you might message back and forth a little and then it just kind of fizzles out. Yeah, Olga and I are big proponents of Hinge. We that's like the dating app that we both used. Yes, I think I mean there's Bumble. I've never used Bumble. Have you? Yeah, I have. Bumble's kind of a bitch because you have to message first, so a lot of times guys won't respond, which is supposed to like empower women. But like some of their podcasts I was listening to talked about this. It basically makes women come to guys, and guys get to wade through their options kind of situation. Mm, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like Hinge, but I used Tinder a little bit in college, but. I don't want to really go back to school. Which is interesting because I had a hinge in college because I was single my junior and senior year. So I think I downloaded it my senior year. Oh, I didn't know it existed then. Yeah. And it wasn't as big in this area. So that was like one of the problems. There were like fewer people on it at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Debbie was advocating for it because that's how she met her boyfriend in New York. But the other thing is, is like everyone on it was like a young adult, like professional they were like, oh, do you want to do dinner? And I was like, well, I have happy hour events in half an hour. Like, you don't fit into my social life yeah. at all. So, like, I felt like I it would only oh, be useful after sense. I graduated. That definitely makes sense. Whereas Tinder people still had because people wanted kind of casual hookups, which, like, doesn't get much easier than a post game. <laughs> <laughs> do you really need an app for that? What was it you said the other day? You were talking to me and you were saying, like, you felt like you were seeing – the same people. Oh, it's the same freaking people. <laughs> I like, you know their Instagram handles. I'm like, really, you again? And it's, you were like, do you think they look at me? And I'd like, say, oh, she's still on this app. I try to switch my pictures around a little bit. My name is Olga, so I imagine it's like not that hard to be like, that's the same blonde girl I saw four months ago. Really? <laughs> like, there's not been one person that made <laughs> you go, I should delete it to my dating app and give it a chance. 
I mean, your page, I feel like your page is, like, curated nicely. Like, you have, <laughs> I feel like it's a curated, nice dating profile. Like, in general, whether you're using, I don't know, Match or eHarmony, don't people use this? Or, I mean, for us, Hinge, you want it to not look like you tried too hard, but, like, it has to be natural. Like, you have to have photos with friends. Yeah. Maybe you have, like, a photo with, like, a family member or a dog you in have, most cases. Yeah, and you have to kind of have responses, which, like, so, like, a lot of boys pick the office to have on their profile because they feel like that's relatable and everyone. Boys need to stop writing about the office. Yeah. But, because I'm a personality trait at this point anymore, it's just, like, oh, yeah, everyone loves the office. Like, no yeah. one's going to respond to that. But, like, so I, like, like Entourage. So I have that on there because I feel like that'll relate more to guys than Gossip Girl would. Another <laughs> of my favorite TV shows. You kind of have to, like, pick topics where you feel like other people are going to, like, reply. Like, I have, like, rate the Entourage character. So it's, like, automatically. You can't steal that, by the way. It's, like, <laughs> automatically, like, uh, engaging. Yeah. Comment, kind of. I feel like if you're a guy and you talk about football or The Office then you just need to get off hinge. All, every <laughs> single guy is like, I want someone who's outdoorsy, who will watch football on Sundays with me, and knows how to cook. <laughs> and you're looking at a dating app? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> or girls that talk about dogs. I This is apparently, my cousins have said that, like, every girl is talking about, oh, I love dogs, mm-hmm. dogs. But I don't know. I did have, when I had my hinge as one of the questions – it was like, you can find me on Sundays. And my answer was like, looking for the dog that everyone talks about on Hinge. I don't know. I thought I was being Oh, crazy. that's funny. I like that. But yeah, I guess in terms of like do's and don'ts, have you seen, I mean, when a guy has a picture with a girl, is that a red flag? I guess it depends if it's the same girl that's in all of his pictures, right? All of his pictures on Hinge? Yeah. Or, like, in his recent Instagram photos. I think it's hard for guys because a lot of them don't have picture opportunities unless a girl makes them take it. True. Or that's when you get all of the boy group photos. Yeah. And, like, and you can't tell you? which one he You is. can't tell. They're all they're all white and about six feet tall. Like, how am I supposed to tell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're a guy, you need to have a picture that's not in a group. But then I kind of like when they have, like, the ab pics. So I'm like, okay. Like, oh, you like that? No, pics? not, like, mirror ones. But if there's, like, a group pic at the beach. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, I get to check out, like, if you have a six-pack or not. Although those could be from, like, two years ago. So deceiving. That's true. I was going to say if there's, like, an ab a mirror pic, I automatically Same. hit the X. Also, I automatically just hit the X if it's, like, a selfie with, like, a filter. Like, just sending out weird energy. Yeah. What about if it's, like, guy and he blurs out the girl next to him have you ever seen that i've seen weird crops i've also <laughs> seen boys cover up faces of other people and go like not me yeah <laughs> or like not me and then the air with me which like helpful yeah i mean i guess if they do it in a funny way it's fine yeah um i've seen little powerpoints like why you should date me oh that's good anything that makes me laugh i genuinely generally i mean too but but it also has to be like a good mix of like like charismatic, like, oh, this is someone I could see myself, like, bonding with, vibing with, and, like, oh, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to swipe right if it's just, like, a little bit, like, self, if it's completely self-deprecating and just, like, kind of funny, you're like, oof. Oh, but what? I don't know if you want to tell the podcast if you've had any, like, experiences on hand with meeting people or if you've had any matches. I obviously know the answer, but, you know, as, you, as not your roommate. Are you getting at... Like, my first date with a boy that started his frat, or 
this. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I have I have talked to multiple people who have started their fraternities, which red I guess flag. your best your best hinge story. So I did a match with this boy last September, I think. And this is back when I was like wading through like dozens of people that were like, exactly the same on hinge. And um he would like text me, ask me how my day was going, and I would be like who are you? Like, I've never met you. But then he was sad, like, when Mac Miller died, RIP. I was really upset. And he was like, oh, my God, it's such a tragedy. And a different boy I was talking to was like, oh, that's not sad at all. And I was like, okay, you're canceled. Did not work out. So I kept talking to this boy. Um, and he didn't – this is what you're talking about, right? He didn't live here. Um, so – Ultimately, didn't really work out, but we talked for a few months, and Caroline and I got a lot of entertainment out of it. Wait, I don't know if you guys heard that. They talked for a few months, okay? <laughs> so, every day, I'd come home, <laughs> and Olga would be like, oh my gosh, like the funniest, he said the funniest thing today, and she would leave me, like, paragraphs that just were like, just, you know, paragraphs of conversation. Caroline has also met him. So I <laughs> we have both now met him one time. <laughs> um, something crazy. But I don't know. That always sticks out to me because it's like you made, like, a friend from Hinge. I did make a friend from Hinge. We're, like, Facebook friends. <laughs> <laughs> when I was on the app, I feel like I was looking for business connections. <laughs> oh, I've added so many people on LinkedIn. Yeah, so I many like, people. Oh, like, he, wait, because you can see where they work, you right? You can see where they work. Yeah, and I was kind of, like, in the job search, and I was like, hmm, like, maybe I could talk to them, and they could get me an in with this company. I hate it when I see someone working for a really good company, and it's, like, associate something, like, associate director, associate something, and I'm like, okay, that's really shitty. I can't, like, swipe right and start strike up a conversation for a job. But, like, it's tempting. Yeah. There's an app for this, too, called The League. I don't know if you've heard of The League, but it's kind of like Hinge in that they ask you a, fo- a few more questions, but there's, like, some kind of background check or application. So you have to apply to be on this So it's for app. all the fun employed friends. Yes, for all our – well, for all our – employed friends um you have to apply to me on this app and then I guess and I have not used this app I'm just my friend has it so I've looked at it on her phone and then I guess every day at a certain time they send you I think it's like around five matches and those are the people you get to look through that day so each day you like look forward to seeing who comes in but it's supposed to be a more corporate like work friendly professional app so the people that you're um matching with are all people that just have good jobs or and are like in a good space so oh but I guess the perk of the app I'm not advertising this app it sounds like I am but I'm really not um the perk of this app is that they don't match you with anyone that works at the same company as you so I guess to avoid just complications they make sure that you don't meet anyone low-key this feels like an elitist application that's just (laughs) using it as a selling point where like realistically how many times have you really come across them from your company on an app that's so true. I'm not gonna lie. I've never and you probably know that. Like, if you wanted to date league. them, you would have dated them anyway. Like you know what I mean? Like if you come yeah. across someone's profile, it'd be like one of those things where like you know when you come across someone you kind of like are friends with, and you like if it's someone you really don't want to see on the app, you just like click the X. Uh-huh. But if it's someone you like, be like, oh, Blake, you swipe right and you go, ha ha ha, funny <laughs> seeing you here, and then you like <laughs> shoot your shot kind of thing. 
Like, maybe now they'll think about dating now they saw me on an app. Now that they saw me. Now they saw me in this light. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there are some people that don't use dating apps because they're afraid of it turning into something and then saying, oh, yeah, we met on a dating app. So apparently, like, you get one person you're most compatible with a day from, like, Hinge's weird algorithm. And you're apparently eight times more likely to go on a first date with that person. Oh, it's one person? Mm-hmm. One person a day. Which is really ironic because I got most compatible with this guy that I knew in college that I, like, went on a date with. And we were just not compatible at all. Oh, really? So that was kind of ironic. Yeah, I'll tell you the name after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets. Um, I'm talking to a boy right now who I'm most compatible with, and we had a good convo. Really? Yeah. See where it goes. I'll reply to him after this. Maybe he's listening. Say hey. Hey, Cam, I think. I don't know his name. (laughs) I am LinkedIn friends with quite a few people that I've both hooked up with and met on Hinge, like, separately, because I haven't hooked up with anyone I've met on Hinge. (laughs) But, um, I mean, like I was telling Caroline, I don't send Facebook friend requests anymore. She forced me to request her boyfriend, (laughs) who's been in our apartment intermittently for a year now. He, like, stays with us. So He stays with us all the time. They know each other. They see each other, like, at least four times a week. And they weren't Facebook friends. Well, because you don't Facebook friend request people anymore. It's just, like, I guess I don't do that. No, no one does that. Yeah. Whenever you get a request, you're, like, really? So, I have people on LinkedIn. So, like, everyone I've hooked up with, people I meet on Hinge, random people, just, like, oh, I think I've seen you before. Add, add, add. Currently at 470-something people in my network. So you're growing your LinkedIn. You're going to reach the 500-plus from people that you met on dating only apps. goal. My only goal is 500-plus. <laughs> yeah. And then I get little notifications like, Blank is celebrating his work anniversary. And I'm like, well, we had one three-minute conversation on Hinge. Should I press the congrats button? <laughs> Should I press the congrats button? Well, speaking of LinkedIn and just networking, I guess we've talked about dating profiles a lot. Um, dating, I guess, continuing with our post-grad dating, dating in the workplace. So. Those people that, I don't know, people meet their significant others at work or at their jobs. And there are people who say it's completely taboo and totally against like, all HR policies. Yeah. And I think it depends on the company. I think it kind of depends on the work environment. Like, if it's your manager, I think it's not really okay. I mean, I think for the company that I used to work at, there were plenty of people that dated that met there. Like, it was a really big company, but you weren't... if you ended up dating somebody that you worked with directly. They wanted to move you to like a different position or a different, you know, something different. I think it's also different at companies that have a lot of young talent mm-hmm. and like, just like our larger organizations, because then you can't really keep people from intermingling. Yeah. So I guess you kind of have to account for the fact that some people are going to like start up something just yeah. like how to handle that. So I guess if you're trying to find your significant other, join a company with a lot of young people. That's good advice. Good advice. I mean, other things. It's harder to meet people. Where else? Uh, we've gotten some funny suggestions about where we could meet eligible bachelors. <laughs> eligible bachelors. Where else can we meet people? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think what Olga's referring to <laughs> is my mom. Is <laughs> the best advice, by the way. My yes. mom is a ray of sunshine, and she, I mean, we'll probably talk about her a lot on the podcast, but she always has, like, guy advice, and she just has a young, 
a young soul. But we were um, at our house the other day, and my mom was like, girls, girls. Like, <laughs> I went down the street, and we live on the eastern shore, so uh, my parents. So we're kind of close to the Bay Bridge. And she's like, I went to this barbecue place, <laughs> and man, like, you need to go to this barbecue place and you need to just hang around there and wait for cute guys to come by because there are so many guys that come to this barbecue place on the way to their to the beach and on the way to Ocean City. Yeah, she says they come in and out. They come in and out. <laughs> and you can meet so many in a day. And she saw this one cute guy. So she's, like, convincing us to go down the street to this barbecue place to meet guys. She also suggested, she's like, you got to go to Home Depot and you just got to walk the aisles like you're looking for something. And there's plenty of men that go into Home Depot. You just have to find a good-looking guy and kind of run into him or meet eyes. That's not bad advice. So, honestly, we haven't taken either of these pieces of advice. No, we have not gone to Home Depot or the barbecue. <laughs> Which, like, Caroline's in a relationship, but I'm not. So, you could, like, help a girl out. Come <laughs> chaperone me at Home Depot. <laughs> I feel like there's different places to meet guys after college or, like, just dating. Like, I feel like, um, I don't know, when you meet up with a guy or you're setting a date, I feel like happy hour is a really big thing now. I don't know. I guess it kind of was in college a little bit, but now it's like a post-work happy hour type thing, like during the week. Yeah. Um, our friend. One of our. Yeah. yeah. Our friend Bridget always says it's like such a vibe to get off work in DC, which is where kind of near where we are and just go into the city and have happy hour on like a nice day. Um, other I, like date ideas. Oh, sorry. What was I saying? Oh, and I was just going to say that I kind of feel like now to meeting people, you either like sporadically run into someone like we were saying, you know, with Home Depot or with the barbecue place, like that kind of, maybe like a bar, or you meet someone on a dating app, mm -hmm. or you... Mutual friends. This is, that's what I was going to say. Mutual friends are a huge thing. Like, I feel like even like having a post game or like a pregame or something with like different groups of people like I feel like that's a major way of meeting people now because they kind of have that background check and that mutual connection but like we don't have frat parties or like the like the entire bar is our college class anymore so like mutual friends I feel like are huge yeah, yeah definitely and it, like if people whether they set you up or they're like oh I know someone that you like I went to some party um in the winter and it was everyone was supposed to bring two friends so it ended up just being a big group of people and then it was just kind of more people to meet and I really liked that idea also weddings I feel like I know a good amount of people that I've met their significant others at weddings a podcast is the you up podcast talk about that a lot how like weddings are a great place to meet people because it's like they would always say, like, you want someone your aunt would set you up with, which is, like, what a wedding is because it's your family and, like, mm -hmm. people your family invites. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm 23, so I haven't been to that <laughs> many weddings. Although some of our friends are getting engaged. I know. That's definitely getting to be stressful. <laughs> Although, I mean, do you find that stressful? I feel like it's is not it that many sweet? people i know like well like no one i know well has gotten engaged just gonna knock on wood for that one because i'm not ready for that i think last weekend my first like close friend got engaged and i was kind of thinking i don't know it just stressed me out a little bit because in college dating is just kind of fun it's not really there's no pressure there's yeah. no like, end goal so much like you think about a future you might have together exactly um but i don't know i guess that's not everybody and I'm sure it varies like some people don't find that person till later in life so I don't think that 
what you should get from post-grad dating is that you have to find the person that you want to marry at all. Yeah. I guess it's a little hard just because if, like, you have friends that are in super happy relationships, everyone's doing a date night tonight, and I get to, like, hang out with some random hinge boy, you know? (laughs) I think the best thing to do just when you're single is, like, to keep doing the things that you enjoy because then you're going to find people kind of alongside you that also enjoy those things. Like, I don't know. I know this is so funny, but one of the things that they have in D.C. here is they have a flip cup kickball league and the premise of it is that you go and you're put on like your own team and I think it's like every Wednesday or Thursday everyone goes and you play kickball against another team and then after that the league rents out a bar and every team from the league goes and they play this big game of flip cup and it's like people that enjoy being outside or like you know drinking or whatever kind of meet up and it's like a great way to meet people or if you are somebody that enjoys I don't know like workout classes or even Jordan that's my boyfriend he always says like a great way to meet people is to go to a networking event because it's not set up like people aren't going there because they're like dorky and don't have other opportunities to meet people they're going because everyone goes to networking events so you can kind of always meet someone that's really good advice to you. You haven't talked to me before. I really, <laughs> really signed up for a networking event. Yeah, because if you think about it, like, I don't know, you're not being set up for anything, and all kinds of people, well, I'm all walks go, of life go to networking I'm going to go to the finance ones, and if there is such a thing like the medicine ones, I'm going to go to medicine networking I'm going to go to, like, a build-your-own-boyfriend networking event. Apparently, LinkedIn can really be utilized for dating. That's what I've learned from recording this. Like, from you. Wait, what? Like, just from you and your, like, hitting people or you're connecting with people on LinkedIn. Well, it's a joke. So if it's like a hinge guy, I'll be like, ha ha, we should connect on LinkedIn. And then I'll send the request. If it's something I've hooked up with them, like we had sex, you have to accept. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, I forgot to tell my, my only crazy hinge story because I was, only, tell it. I was only on there for, oh, this is a good one. I was only on there for two weeks one week I don't know not very long but I I mean I was like pretty sad so just you know hinge hinge was like my little like new best friend and so I spent like a good amount of time curating my perfect profile I think you had to tell me like no like you need pictures like your main picture needs to be just you and things like that but I matched with someone and he was like attractive enough. He lived in the area and he texted me and he said, what's your number? And I had kind of just installed the app. I didn't really know the premise of it. And so I just gave it to him right away. And I woke up the next morning (laughs) to a dick pic and there were just 20s all around him, just $20 bills. And I was like, oh my God. And I like just... I mean, I think that was really subdued. I was like, oh, God, I actually, like, freaked out. And I just, yeah, that was my first experience with it. I, like, never gave my guy, gave another guy my number right off Hinge again. Well, because um, it was, like, also your first dating app experience, Yeah, it was right? my first dating app experience, and it wasn't, like, he had, like, 20, or I'm sorry, it wasn't like he had hundreds around him. He had $20 like bills. A very strange It was just, oh, my gosh, it was so strange, and I, like, blocked the number because I got scared. Um, so, so don't do that. I recently <laughs> went through my phone and unblocked all the numbers I had blocked. Because, you know, like, if you scroll through your block list, it's all, like, random numbers you don't have to save. Oh, yeah. So I was like, well, I figured, you know, these people are going to reach out again. I feel weird. There are, like, eight numbers on here. So I guess if any of you all are listening, (laughs) 
feel free to contact me again. Any few people that I blocked. I'm also officially over saying that, oh my god, I got a new phone because literally, no. <laughs> you get your contacts now. There's no way in which, like, your cloud wouldn't transfer your contacts. Well, so, okay, wow, I feel like we need more than one episode of a podcast to talk about post-grad dating. But I mean, okay, you go on a date post-grad, so different than in college, and it doesn't go well. Can you ghost? Do you need to say that it isn't going to work out? Like, I don't So, unless it's like, unless we had nothing in common, and I just felt like it was like a really weird vibe, in which case I just don't text them back. But I feel like for me, a lot of times I'll just like friend zone people I've gone on a date with. Yeah. So, like, I have people I like talk to. But I made it clear, like, I'm not, like, going on a second date with them. Mm-hmm. But I'll just, like, text them. I feel like that's just, like, basic dating etiquette. Like, you know, well, I'll text them, them to be unless clear. they do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. To be clear, like, I like they don't, like, frequently text. And, like, one of them um, is a doctor. So I'll text them for medical advice. Like, a few weeks ago, I thought I inhaled a piece of kale. So I just <laughs> need to double check that I hadn't. Um... And then other people, you just kind of stay following them on Insta, and you're like, that's interesting. Like, you're doing this now. Yeah, I feel like you can do – also – wait, sorry. I'm having a lot of thoughts. Like, also, after college, I feel like dating multiple people – and I'm not talking about dating in, like, a serious relationship, but dating multiple people at once is the norm. Like, people talk about, oh, yeah, I'm dating – in terms of I'm going on dates. With Not people. like uh, I'm seeing one person, right. But in college, I think it's a little different because, like, say if you were hooking up with someone, because generally, like, you didn't just meet someone and go out with them. You, like, hooked up with them or, like, texted them and, like, kind of had a thing or, like, would make out at, like, parties or something. So you knew if any other bitches were up on that guy. <laughs> or, or, like, slash she might know if you were talking to anyone else. So it was much more of, like, a weird dynamic especially just with the community that we were in in our school like with the whole oh we should start with that life community or I mean you weren't in Greek life but you were kind of in that community it was just more tight-knit like everyone knew everyone yeah so if you were casually dating multiple people like someone was probably someone's friend or it just overlapped straight up all the time like everyone I talked to So the takeaway is that casually dating multiple people is normal after college. Um, Hookups do not mean that you're dating. We need to remember and remind the listeners that if he views your story, it doesn't your Instagram story or your Snapchat story, it doesn't mean he's in love with you. Okay, wait, I'll just check who viewed my Snapchat story. So, <laughs> so maybe you could hold off on saying that because I was waiting. But definitely, I mean, the amount of times that, like, you say to me, like, Stop. oh my gosh, okay, like, if someone reads your story in the first 10 minutes, every single time you post it, it definitely means something. Okay, because I guess, I guess the people that you see at the, I guess if they see it right away, that means you're at the top of their list, which means that they're seeing your stuff a they lot because they click on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. But also, also, what if they're just clearing, what if they just want all of their, like, bubbles to go away? I can kind of see that, but, okay, I guess it depends if this is the kind of person that's always on their phone and always on social media, mm-hmm. like, that makes a difference, and if it's always in the first 10 minutes, like, I don't know, I mean, it doesn't mean anything, it doesn't mean they're going to date you, it doesn't mean, like, it's going anywhere, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you're up on me. Like, it means they're interested? Like, you're looking, like, regardless yeah. of whether or not we have some, like... <laughs> Whether or not we're like where we are, it's not reflective of that. But okay, I'll agree with you on like if they look in the first five minutes every time, 
then now like something I've had people look in less than a minute consistently and I'm like literally like I have barely viewed my story why have you yeah I agree with that but I think if it's just that like oh my gosh this person has always watches it at some point oh yeah no I don't think that matters at all because I look through everyone's stories I'm like really (laughs) that's what you're doing (laughs) yeah snapchat is destructive like you okay Olga. oh the snap map oh my god saw she was looking at someone's snap map and she thought she would send it to a friend (laughs) she screenshotted their snap map and then it said Olga screenshotted your friendship. your friendship. Which I get this panic text. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like I also know where every. I mean, maybe I shouldn't just like get into this. But I mean, if you check it frequently enough, you kind of get a sense of where everyone works and lives. This is unbelievable. <laughs> so, so sometimes I'll be like, "You're not where you're supposed to be at twelve on a Monday." You're gonna be shocked by this, but I can honestly say that I have opened Snap Maps on my phone one time. Okay, but you also don't currently share your location with me, and I know you share your Snapchat location with Bridget, so I would like to be privy to that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She did ask me to do that. Yeah, I would like it too. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, I really, and maybe that's because I have a boyfriend. Maybe I'm not like looking at where people are, but the fact that you say you are not where you should be at 11 a.m. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> what can you do? The thing is, I brought it up in casual conversation before. Like, I was, like, talking to a boy um, that I was, like, like whatever, talking to. And he was, like, yeah, like, I don't work in the city. And I go, oh, yeah, you work, like, north of that, right? And he goes, what? <laughs> and I go, and there was, like, no recovering from it. So I was just, like, yeah, stalk you on Snapmaps. So what else was, like, oh, my I God. should have said our mutual friend. You told friend, me stalk him on Snapmaps. Yeah, I should have said our mutual friend said something, but inside I was, like, any excuse but that. Make up anything but that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I saw you, like, tagging on Facebook would have been definitely better than, no, I just, I think I said I check where everyone is, which, like, better or worse. I don't know. I saw, I was, I think at Alaza, which is a restaurant near us in Bethesda, and there was a couple or a girl and a guy and they were on some kind of date and she was on one side and I walked by her to go to the bathroom and she was on her phone at the table and she had snap maps up and she was like zooming in on something which first of all I feel like if you're on her you're just like on a first day I feel like you shouldn't really have your phone you should definitely minimize checking it like you're not having any conversation you should definitely not stalking anyone on snap maps yeah but definitely don't stalk anyone on snap maps yeah but speaking of that we want to talk a little bit about like like warning so like if I go on a first date, my uh, best friend, Minvi, in California will, like, be aware of it. And if we're, like, on a bad first date, we'll send each other, like, a little watermelon emoji. It's, like, an easy cry for help. But, oh, like, yeah, definitely, like, tell someone when you're going on yeah. a date, especially if it's, like, on a dating app. And maybe, like, share your – we'll definitely share your location with them. Yeah. But, like, I feel like water – so, like, sending a weird emoji, like, having – like, picking out beforehand is really good because if the other person sees your phone – it's casual enough that it doesn't mean anything. And if it's a weird emoji, you wouldn't use it naturally. So, like, your friend would know. And then, like, they can call you and be like, oh, my God, this huge emergency. Like, you have to leave. Which, like, if you're typing out a message before, that looks pretty bad. But if it's just an emoji, it's, like, whatever. Like, you check your phone, casual. Oh, my God, you get a call. Like, it still looks bad, but it could look worse. Um, we've never had to use the watermelon emoji so far. You can even do something more subtle. If, like, because what if you saw your phone? It's just an emoji. That's true. And then she would call. Okay. I think that's and say, like, like oh, I'm and it's a it's a watermelon. It's not like a help. S-O-S. Watermelon emoji. Yeah, you guys should use that. 
unless you go on dates with me, in which case I'm going to have to fucking find a new emoji. Although, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't date me. <laughs> um, my one friend, Thomas, if you're listening, um, casually mentioned one time, yeah, but, like, pretty girls are never single for more than six months. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> like, my good friend, he was like, Oh, no, I don't mean you. Like, you could have had seven boyfriends. You're just picky. Because she's been single for more than six months, to yeah. give you background. But but because you're picky. <laughs> so, anyway, if... But apparently pretty girls are ever single for more than six months, so do what you will have that information. No, that's not a thing. <laughs> they say that it's always good to be single for a period of time. I need to learn how to do this but I agree that it's probably important but anyway I guess we are around the time that we are tying up should we get to questions Olga so if you have <laughs> any questions you'd like to shoot our way we're about to launch our Instagram oh my gosh you totally stopped on my joke I was gonna say that we were gonna answer any questions that oh. we got in. and then I was gonna <laughs> be like oh wait we don't have any questions but yeah no that's actually we want to talk about topics that you guys want to hear about in the future so we're gonna create an instagram account um and definitely dm us i'm sure we'll have stories up asking for questions about you any topic dm us if you want to text us whatever let us know what you want to hear us talk about We'd love to do a question section at the end of our podcast where we just kind of talk about just any questions relating to just post-grad slash adulting slash just girl, guy, life in general. So feel free to write in. Also, we overthink. So if you need advice for like perfect people to contact. Yeah, we'll just privately DM you and spend the rest of our night doing that. No, definitely. Or like we'll talk about your problems or whatever, (laughs) whatever context. I think we're open to doing yeah, you know, like going with the flow for this. Um, you know, like, subscribe, post notifications. <laughs> uh, remember to give us five stars. Is that a thing? Some podcasts say that at the end. Okay. Yeah. Give us a rating. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to our Fun Employed pod, and we will see you next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.